Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey his command to watch therefore and be ready for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming, coming to take us back to that place he's prepared for us. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching today more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. So glad to be with you again on the program, Watch Therefore. And as, as I think about watching for the coming of the Lord in the clouds for His people, the rapture, and, and being ready for that day, and, and I look at the landscape of the environment of this world with all of the signs, including God's judgment, that are increasing in the earth, in the birth pangs, in the days of Noah, the fig tree generation. I think of Ezekiel chapter 14 as, as four judgments are being poured out on the unfaithful, rebellious land. The Lord says only those who have faith like Noah, Daniel, and Job would come through it. And these three came through it very successfully. And, and that's why I wrote the book America's Ark. An ark is the place of safety in Noah's day, right? And Jesus the Lord certainly is the ark for today. And, and I wrote the book America's Ark, the only safe place for Americans today. And in the book, I write about what the Bible teaches about the faith of these three men. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at a snapshot today of Daniel's faith, that our faith would be like Daniel's faith. Amen. So first off, let's start off with a word of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Yeshua's name, our great God and Savior, thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your love. As you don't take pleasure in judgment, you want to bring us into a place of safety and help us that our faith would be authentic like Daniel's. May we learn from these principles of Daniel's faith today. Thank you and bless all of our viewers, Lord Jesus. Amen. So the Lord had warned his people in Judah about coming judgment for their rebellion. Uh, of course, the northern tribes of Israel had already been judged. The Lord used the Assyrians as his instrument of judgment upon them. And, and so uh, Judah was refusing to repent of their sin and rebellion towards the Lord and fruitful repentance is so essential, so important. And well, the instrument of judgment upon Judah would be King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon, the king of Babylon. So let's pick up here with Daniel chapter one, verses one and two. In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. And the Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand with some of the articles of the house of God, which he carried into the land of Shinar, to the house of his God, and he brought the articles into the treasure house of his God. So along with these um, articles from the temple in Jerusalem, the Jewish people that weren't killed, many of them, Nebuchadnezzar, brought 
into captivity into Babylon. And, and he picks the cream of the crop, some of these special Israelis he brings to himself for reprogramming in the ways and in the, in the philosophies, philosophies of Babylon, and then to use them in his kingdom in Babylon. And that's where we pick up in verse 3. Then the king instructed Ashpenaz, the master of the eunuchs, to bring some of the children of Israel and some of the king's descendants and some of the nobles, young men in whom there was no blemish, but good-looking, gifted in all wisdom, possessing knowledge, and quick to understand, who had ability to serve in the king's palace, and whom they might teach the language and literature of the Chaldeans. And the king appointed for them a daily provision of the king's delicacies and of the wine which he drank, and three years of training for them, so that at the end of that time they might serve before the king. Now from among those of the sons of Judah were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. To them the chief of the eunuchs gave names. He gave Daniel the name of Belteshazzar, to Hananiah, Shadrach, to Mishael, Meshach, and Azariah, Abednego. And I'm pronouncing Daniel's name as it is in Hebrew, Daniel, which is God is my judge. So anyhow, uh, we see that though the king, King Nebuchadnezzar, gave these Israeli boys new names, and actually they're names that would identify them or honor the gods of Babylon. Though he changed their names, they still have hearts that are dedicated to the Elohim of Israel. No matter what the world, no matter what Babylon would try to say they are, they knew who they are in the Lord, and that's a message for us and a principle for us today. So these are holy Jewish boys who reverence Elohim by keeping kosher under the law of Moses. There's foods they're not allowed to eat. And, and we see this in Daniel 1 verse 8. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with a portion of the king's delicacies, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested of the chief of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Now for us today, we know in the new covenant, Messiah Yeshua tells us it's not what goes into the mouth of a man, but what comes out of his mouth from his heart. The, the things of sin and darkness that are in the human heart. And, and, and so here's a question. Will we purpose in our hearts to abide in Messiah Jesus in this Babylonian wicked generation. We need to remember that the Bible teaches from the Old and New Testament that Babylon is the center of false religion, paganism, idolatry, and, and other foul things. It's something God hates. Yeah? And, and so why would God judge the children of Israel with Babylon, because the children of Israel had succumbed to the, the lust and the temptation to be like the Babylonians. So the Lord said, you like Babylon? Let's bring you over here and see how you like it. And of course, he would deliver them 70 years later. Anyhow, will we purpose in our hearts to not defile ourselves and our testimony in Jesus Christ with the things of this world that is set against him so strongly. And, and, and see the faithfulness of Elohim as Daniel, as Daniel makes a creative plea to those who are set over him in Babylon that he might not defile himself. Now God had brought Daniel into the favor and goodwill of the chief of the eunuchs. 
And the chief of the eunuchs said to Daniel, I fear my lord the king who has appointed your food and drink. For why should he see your faces looking worse than the young men who are your age? Then you would endanger my head before the king. So Daniel said to the steward whom the chief of the eunuchs had set over, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, please test your servants for ten days, and let them give us vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then let our appearance be examined before you, and the appearance of the young men who eat the portion of the king's delicacies, and as you see fit, so deal with your servants." So he consented with them in this matter and tested them ten days. And at the end of ten days, their features appeared better and fatter in flesh than all the young men who ate the portion of the king's delicacies. Thus the steward took away their portion of delicacies and the wine that they were to drink and gave them vegetables. Now listen, this is so important. These Israeli godly young men had seen the brutality of King Nebuchadnezzar and his administration, yet they risked their lives to honor the Lord and see the favor the Lord gave them and their friends. Why? Because they love the Lord with all their hearts, minds, souls, and their strength. And as we continue, we see Daniel go forward in verse 17, chapter 1. As for these four young men, God gave them knowledge and skill in all literature and wisdom, and Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Now at the end of the days when the king had said that they should be brought in, the chief of the eunuchs brought them in before Nebuchadnezzar. Then the king interviewed them. And among them all, none was found like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore they served before the king. And in all matters of wisdom and understanding about which the king examined them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers who were in all his realm. Thus Daniel continued until the first year of King Cyrus. Wow! Elohim, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit honors their love for him. He honors these Israeli boys in Babylon, their love for him. And he, only, he doesn't only preserve their lives, but he promotes them with great favor in Babylon and gives them great authority. And, and see, we live in a, in a church culture within our own faith community that oftentimes resembles Babylon more than heaven. Well, what do I mean? Well, first, we want promotion. We want power. We want prestige. We want those things first, first while the Lord first wants to establish authentic discipleship that we would deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow Messiah Jesus, that He might be able to trust us with promotion. Yes? And, and, and so this wrong desire and this wrong way can cause us to forsake the Lord for the things of Babylon. Babylon is a picture of this world system that is set against the Lord. No, let's purpose in our hearts to be like Daniel. Yeah? To not defile ourselves in Babylon, and to seek his kingdom first. That's why Messiah Jesus said, with regard to all the things we need in this world and we desire in this world, in our agenda, he says this, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. This is the place of rest. This is the place of peace. An ark, if you will, and also a great way to watch therefore and to be ready for the coming of our great Savior. Because the rapture of the church, Jew and Gentile in Messiah Jesus, it's imminent, can happen any moment. 
And our Messiah Jesus, he tells us, watch therefore, be ready. You don't know the hour or the day the Lord is coming. So faith like Daniel, this is what we need. I pray this snapshot of faith has helped you today. I'm so very thankful for this Watch Therefore message that stirs the lukewarm out of their terrible condition to a fiery walk in Messiah Jesus and also presents the necessary urgency for this season to this generation of the lost. Oh, receive Jesus the Lord now while there's yet a little time. Now we also have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations that operates under Watch Therefore Ministries. Why? The Bible teaches that the gospel is to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our to the Jew first ministry is blessing Israeli believers. Co-founded by myself and our ministry partner, John McTurnan, whereby we're getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua, and so much more and our To The Nations ministry poured out for the nations. We've been in Africa, I've been in about 10 African countries in the last 10 or 12 years with the gospel, making disciples, pastors conferences, helping orphans and widows. It's such a special opportunity. I also go across Nigeria, for example, to conferences with thousands of people preaching the Watch Therefore message and the gospel and other discipleship things from the scriptures. Now, I want to mention finances for a minute because this ministry is so very expensive. The airtime production costs way beyond anything I could do. But my help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. And I want to tell you, if you haven't yet received Jesus as Lord, please don't send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would enjoy the program and receive Jesus as Lord. Get saved today. But for those of you who understand sowing and reaping, laying your treasures up in heaven, and you're looking for a place to partner with the Lord, we believe this is a place for you to prayerfully consider. Also, we're reintroducing my book, America's Ark, The Only Safe Place for Americans Today. It will help you in this hour of storms and trouble to find a place of refuge the Lord has provided, the righteousness of Noah, Daniel, and Job. And we want to make sure everyone can get a book. So for a donation of any amount to watch Therefore, Blessing Israeli Believers or Poured Out for the Nations, we'll send you a book, America's Ark. Make sure you place the name of the book, America's Ark, in the note or purpose section so that we know to get a book out to you as soon as possible. Now, we're going to go back to the program in just a moment. It's so important, more than ever, to watch therefore and be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming for us in the clouds any moment. We're so thankful for our Watch Therefore Blessing Israeli Believers poured out for the nation's partners. And a special way to say thank you is that in addition to my book, America's Ark, for a donation of any amount to our ministry, we're also going to add a special calendar produced by Messianic believers here in Israel. All this calendar is so special. It has teachings, the dates of the Feast of the Lord, and much more. Again, thank you from Watch Therefore, Blessing Israeli Believers, and Poured Out for the Nations. Welcome back to Watch Therefore, 
or continuing on with this important book of the Bible, this one chapter letter written by Yehuda, Jude in English. And Jude was the half-brother of Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. Jude and James, also uh, Yaakov or Jacob in English, but James in our English Bibles, Jude and James were uh, brothers of our Lord Jesus because they were sons of Mary, but our Lord Jesus is the only begotten Son of God. They had different fathers as Jude and James' father was Joseph. So we're continuing on here with this, this admonition to contend for the authentic faith in our Messiah Jesus, and we are to be warned about counterfeit teachers, wolves in sheep's clothing, and counterfeit influential believers in Messiah Jesus. Now what we're going to do is we're going to review read beginning in verse 5, and then I'm going to stop, and as we introduce the teaching for today, we'll have a word of prayer. Beginning in verse 5, but I want to remind you, though you once knew this, that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed those who did not believe, and the angels who did not keep their proper domain, but left their own abode. He has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness for the judgment of the great day, as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around them in a similar manner to these, having given themselves over to sexual immorality and gone after strange flesh, are set forth as an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Which leads us to our teaching today. We're going to start uh, in verse 8 and, uh, eight and 9. And, and before we pray, I want to say this. It's so important that we appreciate authentic pastors and church leaders and uh, influ influential teachers in the body of Messiah. The ones that are authentic we need to embrace like never before because they're becoming fewer and further between. And we are to be warned of this generation and the false the wolves in sheep's clothing that are out there. And there's, there's a warning here we're going to continue to see here, beginning in verse 8. First, a word of prayer. O Father in heaven, in Messiah Yeshua's name, help us to have great understanding and discernment and wisdom. It's so important that we bless and embrace and appreciate those who are truly for you, Lord Jesus, in this hour. They're standing against great opposition and, and Father, may we not be deceived. May we beware of wolves in sheep's clothing. Oh, thank you, Father. In Messiah Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. Beginning in verse 8. Likewise also, these dreamers defile the flesh, reject authority, and speak evil of dignitaries. Yet Michael, the archangel, in contending with the devil, when he disputed about the body of Moses, dared not bring against him a reviling accusation, but said, the Lord rebuke you. Speaking of these leaders who defile the flesh, it speaks of, of being stained with the sin like that of the immorality of Sodom and Gomorrah. These are certainly not who they present themselves to be. They present themselves to be holy, righteous, godly leaders when they're really immoral and wicked. They reject authority. Nobody can tell them anything. No one can speak correction into their lives. No kind of like Satan. They have elevated themselves to a place 
for God has not elevated them. And, and, and think about this for a moment. For now, Satan is called the prince of the power of the air. And, and I have a question. Who gives a prince his authority? Well, certainly, it's the king. King Jesus has left Satan with, with an authority in this earth to a point where it says in the, in the book of 1 John that the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. And we know one of the primary reasons for this is to test the hearts of man. But how many extreme prosperity preachers with other questionable doctrines also rail against the devil as if the devil was chained already and somehow these great teachers were already glorified. No, what's, what's it say the proper way is? The Lord rebuke you. You see, this example is the archangel Michael, who's a high-level angel, and while given the job to bury Moses at Mount Nebo when Moses died before the children of Israel came into the promised land, and Satan was giving him a hard time, he didn't come after Satan himself, this great powerful angel. No, he said, the Lord rebuke you. And, and see, we have a measure of authority in Messiah Jesus to cast out demons, to bind and to loose. But it's for the purpose of blessing and seeing precious souls delivered and set free. It's not so that we can have our chests stuck out and prove and, and, and proclaim how great we are. Right? Do you remember when the disciples were given authority to go cast out demons? And they came back to our Lord Jesus and they said, well, even the demons are subject to us. What did the Lord say? He said, don't be excited about this, but be thankful that your names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Right? And so, yes, we have a measure of authority, but all authority in heaven and earth has been given unto our Messiah Jesus. Right? And, and later, we will judge angels. We will be higher in authority and position than angels. But right now the Bible says at this time with these sin-corrupted bodies and until the rapture and we're given the positions in the millennial reign of Christ when we return with him in glorified bodies, until then we're a little lower than the angels. That's what the Bible says in Psalm 8. What is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels and you, you have crowned him with glory and honor. But these arrogant false teachers, they speak from this position of assumed and usurped authority that they haven't gotten from Messiah Jesus. Yeah, and, and they're even controlled by the same demons that they have their chest stuck out and act like they are over. It's it's really bad. It's absurd and it, and it's dangerous to follow these fakes. And, and and listen, folks, they're a dime a dozen these days. They're all over the place. Uh, continuing on, let's look at verse 10. But these speak evil of whatever they do not know, and whatever they know naturally, like brute beasts. And these things, they corrupt themselves. Woe to them, for they have gone the way in the way of Cain, have run greedily in the error of Balaam for profit, and perished in the rebellion of Korah. You see, these arrogantly scoff and rail in their assumed authority, and they don't even know what they're talking about. They don't even know what they're talking about. 
their, their knowledge is carnal and fleshly. Yeah? And, and speaking of Cain, Cain and Abel, right, the brothers at the beginning in, in Genesis, they, they were to come to the Lord with an acceptable sacrifice in worship to Him. Cain didn't do that. Cain is a picture of false religion. He came with the works of his hands, where Abel brought the sacrifice that was a picture, a type of this coming Savior, Messiah Jesus. It was a lamb. And so Cain murdered his brother. Cain is the first example beyond Adam and Eve putting fig leaves on themselves of false religion and persecution against true believers in Messiah Jesus. Cain's is a spirit of religion and murder. And remember, Balaam, he kept seeking prestige and money from Balak, um, even to the point where he taught Balak how to, to seduce Israel with sexual immorality, which harmed Israel greatly. And, and Balaam means this. This is wild. Balaam means not of the people. Not of the people. Look at 1 John 2.19. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that none of them were of us. And oftentimes these wolves in sheep's clothing, they'll get exposed. They'll get exposed and then they'll leave and they'll fade off into the world. Oh, we do need to appreciate authentic leaders in Messiah Jesus more than ever. But also more than ever, we need to beware of wolves in sheep's clothing. No, the righteous, the true authentic leaders in Messiah Jesus have a meekness. Like Moses, who was a great leader, but he was under control, under the control of the Lord. And we are to be under the control of the Holy Spirit today. And, and the only way to be under the control of the Holy Spirit as we get ready to close this program, is to receive Jesus as Lord. Are you sure you've done that? Have you truly received Jesus as Lord? Uh, he died on the cross for our sins. He was buried in hallelujah. On the third day, he rose again. And he wants to forgive you and save you right now if you haven't been saved. Maybe you just go to church, but you're not sure if you're going to heaven. You're not sure if you're going up in the rapture with us. You don't want to be here for the wrath of God on the earth that's coming. Pray now quickly as, as we close the program. Oh, Lord Jesus, you died on the cross for my sins. You rose again. I want to turn away from my sins. I want to repent and put my faith in you and you alone. Save me, heal me, and raise me up, Lord Jesus, to follow you. And give me a life that honors God our Father. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, there's information on the screen where you can contact us. We'd love to send you some information to help you begin your new life in Messiah Jesus. And remember, like never before, this is the time to do what? Watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. 
You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again Our conquering king on that day His sword will go forth To take back and re-